It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and uh, Brady, and it's a, uh, a Friday. Going to be a busy weekend, but we've got a couple of days to catch up on uh, and uh, talk about boys and girls basketball, including a Crosstown Showdown game. Yes, that was a lot of fun. Um, wasn't a ton of basketball. A lot of people saving it for tonight. Yeah. There's a lot of action tonight, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. We had a, a, a hockey game or two mixed in there as well, and we have a new football coach at St. Clair. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, that later on in the uh, the program. Uh, plus, I, I saw my second uh, real tight girls basketball game uh, this week, and uh, this time the late shot went in. <laughs> so wasn't quite a buzzer beater, <laughs> but it was pretty close. Yeah, so uh, a lot of chaos and fun, and we'll get to it. Uh, and we'll start with the boys today when we come back. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garrett Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Garrett Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry out. Call 810 810- 
378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and uh, Brady, and let's uh, kick it off with some uh, boys basketball. There there haven't been a ton of uh, games uh, the, the last uh, couple of nights. Do you want to go right to last night with PH and Northern, or do you uh, want to start we, with we the – We can get through Wednesday since yeah. there was only uh, – a couple games, and I think the headliners, MLA City, keeps rolling. I don't expect Pontiac Academy for Excellence to be very good at basketball, and MLA City whooped them 74-39. Yeah, so you, you, you got that, and, 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 I'm, and I'm guessing that uh, uh, Wally was in there because he was probably done by, like, the, the early third quarter, but Nash probably was at least to 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a uh, – that's what I expected, and Emily City had tested themselves again. That e-course win, maybe it turns out not to be a great win, but early on, that's a win that I think maybe the best win anyone's had in the area so far. Well, I mean, number one, we know that they're they're pretty good. We're just trying to gauge how good right. they are, you know, until we get a chance to actually see them play um, and and get into BWAC play because we are still trying to to sort out just what is. The BWAC, we're, we're pretty sure on Yale. We're pretty sure on MLA City. We're, we know Croslex is going to be in the mix, but who else is going to join the party? Well, like tonight, I think we're going to get a few answers because there's a good slate of boys' games. Like tonight, you're at Croslex St. Clair. I think that'll tell us something. About uh, both those Yes. Teams. Sandusky goes to Yale. Oh, I think Yale's a decided favorite. But MLA City at Divine Child could be a game that tells us a little more and then I mean Almont plays a Dryden team that's not bad they have a few players that can go out there so we'll learn a little bit more and North Branch hosts Vassar so not a ton of games that are you're not playing a lot of Titans outside of the Croslex St. Clair game should be a really fun one but Emily City at Divine Child is at least interesting for me yeah um certainly probably more of a test than Pontiac Oh, excellence. Yes. Um, speaking of uh, Sandusky, they beat Bad Axe in overtime, 53-50. And how about the K-Pac Chiefs? They're, they, I mean, okay, again, like Almont, not played the greatest schedule. They have beat USA, Akron Fairgrove, and Carsonville Port Sanilac. CPS was the win on Wednesday, 65-18. to However, in those three wins, they've at least won by at least 18 points in the first three games against the Hyphenateds. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and the last couple, they've scored a lot. They're going to beat Landmark tonight. And score a lot. And then the real test is when they go up to Cass City next week. Yeah. Is, was KPAC just the beneficiary of a very soft start of the schedule? Or does KPAC have something going and can maybe be a threat to Harbor Beach in the GTC East. It would be fun, and, and I'd be rooting for them because, you know, K-Pack has gotten smaller and smaller, and, you know, the the, the eight-man football has been competitive, but not big yeah, time. Yeah, K-Pack hasn't and, had a lot of athletic success yeah, it, it's, in it's like recent the, times. There's somebody that you, you want them to have some good teams go through there and right. give them something to, to root about. 
Caro beat Ubley 48-46. Yeah, Ubley, uh, even with them delaying their first game until December, still did not have a ton of time to get ready for no, this one. No, not at all. Because I'm assuming a lot of those football kids that play uh, had to heal up the injuries <laughs> because 14 weeks of football is a lot of football. It is. Um, so they dropped a two-point decision to Caro despite Dennis's best efforts. And then Marlette beat USA 55-40. All right, Mar- and that was all on Wednesday. Yeah, and, and there's only three games to talk about from last night. It's just that uh, two of them are a pretty big deal to us. Yes, Northern PH played. And I didn't realize before we get into this, in the last decade, just how dominant Port here on Northern's Bend in this rivalry. So in the 14-15 season, PH has had one of their best teams in recent memory. They had a really good team. They lost in the district finals to Dakota. They beat Northern three times that year. Since that season, PH has beaten Northern one time. They split in the 17-18 season. December 22nd, 2017 was the last time PH beat Northern in basketball. Yeah. That's a long time. And that's a lot of winning for Port here on Northern. Northern had won eight straight in this rivalry coming into the game. And it was a much better showing than what I saw and we both saw against Utica. This was more the Northern team I expected. They win 67-53. PH had one lead. I believe it was 13-12 or 12-11. They were up on Northern in the first. And then Northern went on the run. The first ended 22-14. And PH at times offensively could hang with them. But basically, PH had two nice runs in the game. Northern had about four. There was a time in the fourth quarter where PH got it to within 12, and you're going, all right, got to put them away. Come on, they're just hanging around, hanging around. You don't like that feeling. And then it was Malik Thompson, corner three, steal. Alex Jamison, three from straight away, and then a steal and a layup from Amir Moreland, 20-point game, and it was curtains after that. Yeah, yeah, and you know what that sounds like? That, that, yeah, that that sounds like a the the Crosslex teams of the last few years where somebody's hanging around and then all of a sudden, bomb, boom, bang! What just happened? We played thirty seconds of basketball and a three point game is a seventeen point game. And Northern was very balanced. I think this is what Northern's going to have to do. Uh, this is what a successful game for them will look like. Cam Haru had fifteen. Amir Moreland had twelve. Alex Jamison had eleven. Malik Thompson. Had 10. And then you throw in, hey, Tyree or Caden Cantrell had five. Tyrese Johnson and Norrell Jordan each had four. So a lot of depth, a very structured scoring system. And they, while one, any one of those first four names I mentioned, if we got a box score and it said they scored 25, we wouldn't be surprised. But I think this is when Northern can be their most dangerous when you can't zero in on one person. Well, they get Tyrese Johnson back. This is the first time he's played uh, since the Dakota game last year when he went out in, like, the first quarter. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Malik Thompson was back. He didn't play the Saturday down in in center line when they played Cousineau. Uh, They they were missing four guys that day. So what a difference having all the components makes for them, too, because this is probably their most complete performance. Well, you bring that up. 
they could have they left a lot on the table, Dennis. They were thirteen of thirty from the free throw line. Yeah, I that's that's I, like forty five percent. I that's rough. I think that's focus because again, you know, we we want to because they're so talented. Yeah, we, we want to pretend like they're all seniors, but they're not. No, <laughs> and I think that's going to be what um, could. I don't want to say hold back, but could bite Northern at times is can they mature and can they learn how to play as upperclassmen? Because their starting lineup went sophomore, junior, but the first year in the program, uh, junior, sophomore, sophomore, and then the first guy off the bench, sophomore. Yeah. It's it's a lot of youth on that team, and they do have a lot of talent, but I – the fun part is, you know, they're nowhere near their ceiling. Oh, I, they're going to, like, each year they're going to get better. Here. I want to like, say each, like, two weeks I, you're going to hopefully see improvement, especially this year. I, I don't want to rush them through the process, but senior year, are you not going to be super excited about this basketball team? Oh, yeah. But I, I'm excited for the this year as well because I think – by the time February hits, they're going to be a completely different ball team. Uh, Port here on high for them. Garrett James actually led all scorers with 20. A lot of it came in the second half when the game was not decided, but Northern had an advantage. Um, Javon Foy had 12. Be honest, PH will be all right in their league. I know they're 0-3, but losses to Romeo, a three-point loss to centerline, and now a loss to Northern. It's not like they're losing to bad teams. And just to be honest, Northern had more horses. Like, there were times PH played with them, but PH couldn't consistently do it for 32 minutes. Well, that's, uh, at, at, again, when I saw PH at center line, that was the, the, the thing. Like, uh, for, for five, six guys, PH could match up really well, but when you get beyond that, they struggle a little bit. Like, they, they can't go nine guys deep right I I, I did like um, besides the the players you expect I thought Jaden Carswell there's something there with him now he needs a little more seasoning and a little more he's a little green right now but he's a player that I think could take a big step by the end of the season I liked what he did he only ended up with three points but he's very athletic I think he has a good basketball IQ at least what I saw last night. And I think he can he can figure it out. I think he's a guy that if Port Huron's competing for a league title, no, he might not be their leading scorer, but he might be a big reason for it. Yeah, and I like Trayvon Thompson a oh, lot yeah. for them. Um, Roe is solid. Like, he, he's never going to wow you he with his He had a tough numbers. shooting night last night, but I will give Northern credit. Their defense came to play. Uh, Amir Moreland could not be shook guarding on ball. There was about... A half dozen times where a couple different PH guards tried to take him to the basket and no one was getting by him. He was keeping everything in front and you could tell at times it was frustrating the PH guards. Yeah. Um, and, and they could use a guy like Noah Adams. I, he was out the. He the played day a I little bit at the end of this game. The biggest thing I've noticed for Port Huron is they don't have a ton of size and that could hurt them. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a, right now a true post player that can grab rebounds, alter shots, and they, like Tristan Woodson played a little bit. He started, but he just 
didn't have the best start, so he sat for a while. That's one thing that I think PH, you could tell they were lacking because at times Northern dominated the offensive boards, and when you're playing a team like Northern, you can't let them get three looks at the basket because they're going to score. Yeah, you you don't have Benjamin this year, and you don't have Rosenau this year, and like you don't realize Rosenau was a little bit bigger. He was like six three, six four, you know. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the size could be an issue for them, but I still think there's a lot of positive for this team. I do too. I do too. I think, uh, I'm not too worried. I think they'll figure it out because they've been, they've been playing some, some big boys in the non-conference. So the fact that they're zero three doesn't discourage me. Uh, Mary's, they play Marysville next. They don't play till like next Friday, I think. But Marysville's up next. They lost to New Haven 72-34. I'm just going to go with New Haven's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like that's... We, we kind of knew this was coming. Marysville's been very good their first three games, and, and they haven't got a win. And I, I think you even said, it's like, they're going to be 0-4 after the New Haven yes. game. I just think we were hoping that it would be... Be a, be a little better showing. Yeah, 72-34 is nothing great. But here's the next stretch for Marysville. At Sterling Heights, very winnable game. game. Home to Port Huron. Port Huron, I, I, it's like a video game. They get a giant nerf to their shooting anytime they go to Marysville. If P- Marysville can get to 40, they probably have a chance to win because Port Huron and a lot of teams, and I don't know what it is about Marysville's gym. People tell me it's the white walls or the fact it's so far back. I don't buy it. There's white walls in other gyms. Yeah. There's a lot of room behind the basket in other gyms. But for whatever reason, a lot of teams, and specifically Port Huron High, cannot shoot in that gym. So that's a winnable game for Marysville. Home to Lakeview. I know Lakeview brought some back. They're two and one to start. They beat South Lake in Lamphere and lost to Lakeshore. I don't think Lakeshore is particularly great. That's not a uh, that's not a Lakeview team that I tremble because they've had some decent teams the last few years. Yeah, and some really good teams. I'm say winnable game for Marysville and then at Algonac, Memphis at the SC4 Showcase. I could see them finishing December three and two, four and one, and you're feeling a lot better about yourself because because Marysville has also played some tough teams. Again, Croslex and Yale they had leads in those games, and Yale they had a lead in the third quarter. They just gave up a 16-0 run, uh, and then again the Clintondale game is the one you wish you had back because if you get that win, you're at least going all right. We took care of Clintondale. And we've lost the three talented teams yeah. that are all going to be competing for league titles. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I, I think there's a process involved here. We're talking about a team where they win three games last year. Uh, two. Two. Yeah. Uh, so they have I, to learn I, I to win. I didn't expect them yet to come out and win every tight game. But at some point, you have to turn the corner and you have to start winning some of the games like that Clintondale game. Like later in the year – I'll be disappointed when you let that game get away or if you let that game get away. Well, here's uh, Sterling Heights. They're 1-3. They've lost to, to Frazier, Utica Ford, lost in overtime to Southlake, and they beat Warren Mott. And I don't think Warren Mott's very good this year. Go down to Sterling Heights and get a win. Yeah. Go get that first win and see if you can get on a little bit of a roll before you start league play at home against PH. Absolutely. 
And New Haven, um, yeah, they're they're New pretty Haven's good. good. <laughs> uh, when Northern plays New Haven, that's going to be one we're going to keep a, a close eye on. Yes. I guess they can just shoot the ball. And that's uh, that always <laughs> helps. You know, and, and it's interesting because, you know, Lincoln wasn't in the league last year, so the Northern-New Haven games were big games. Right. And Northern kind of handled them both times. And the one time I don't one believe time Tyler they didn't played. didn't have Tyler, yeah. So I think the game at New Haven, mm-hmm. they didn't have Tyler. All right. Uh, since we brought up Marysville and we didn't have a lot of hockey, you want to just mention Marysville hockey? Yeah, just one quick. other basketball. Deckerville beat Owen Gates 71-20. to hey, Owen Gates got a team this year. Good for them. Yeah, and uh, then, uh, yeah, we, we did have some uh, hockey. Northern lost uh, on the road at Catholic Central 7 nothing. That's actually the first loss of the season for the Huskies. Right. They were off to a 4-0 start. Now they're 4-1. The Marysville game last night was very interesting. They were actually down 3-2 to two at the end of the first period and went on to win the game 9-3. to three. It was 3-3 three, three going into the third, and the Vikings scored six in the third. So I don't know what happened to Rochester, but they crumbled, and Marysville woke up. And I like this Camden Smith. He had three goals and two assists. Luke Thick had three goals and an assist. Ben LaValle, a goal and two assists, and Cullen Myers had a goal and an assist. Vernarski had their other goal. Uh, two hat tricks in a game? Yeah. That's, that ain't bad. That, that ain't bad uh, at all. Um, but I, 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 just, I like Smith. He's got some size, and he's got some edge to his game. And then Thick is a great skater, and, and, and again, um, We've we know been what talking LaValle about Ben Lavalley for a while. Colin Myers has really improved uh, this season. Like he is a noticeably stronger skater, um, and and he's really the the couple of games that I've watched the Vikings, he's been good. Um, Thumb Legion in a little bit of a rut. The, they've they've lost a few in a row now, and uh, Tri Valley, which is basically Swan Valley and a couple of other Saginaw area schools, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, Saginaw United, basically. Yeah, beat uh, Legion 4 nothing last night. I think Garber's in that as well. Maybe Frankenmuth. Uh, Garber's Bay Area. Oh, it's Bay Area. Yeah, there's Bay Area, and then there's Tri-Valley. And I know Swan Valley is the main team for Tri-Valley, but all these I don't know consolidated names yeah. throw me off. For, for hockey, it, it does get strange. <laughs> it, it does. Um, all right. So that's all the boys' sports from the last two days. Dennis, you saw a really good girls' game, and uh, a couple other teams got some nice wins. Uh, and Well, I guess we'll have to get into it after the break. Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a sec. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
Preferred seamless gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, let's get uh, into the girls' basketball from the uh, last couple of nights. And let's uh, go back to Wednesday. Northern girls, Crosslex girls, and I, I was not disappointed. Was it the cleanest game I've ever seen played? Uh, was it mistake-free? Absolutely not. But was there a lot of tenacious defense? Yes. Um, was there a lot of moments where I went, oh, that's a big play? And then were there a lot of other moments where I went, ooh, they should have gotten that. But the bottom line was this. Okay, no Jade Friedman for Northern, so I don't know what this game is like if she plays. But I like the way Northern played without her. And um, Shannon Falco is much more involved with shooting and trying mm-hmm. to score. Nichols. Um, Nichols, any, anywhere else, Nichols might be the number one option. Um, but what... what th- happened here was it was a grind it was a grind it was a grind and Crosslex was winning the grind because they're a little bit bigger they 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 were getting more rebounds Isabella Edwards had a ton of rebounds in this game but Northern did a great job for three quarters 
not allowing those players, the, the bigs for Crosslex, to get the ball in the paint close right. to the basket. Then for a little stretch in the fourth, Crosslex got the ball into the paint, and the biggest lead, the biggest separation between the two teams all night was five points. And Crosslex had it about midway through the fourth quarter. But the Pioneers led 90% of this game. Not by a lot most of the time, but they led they led six to four at the end of the first. They led fourteen to twelve at halftime. They led twenty three twenty two going into the fourth. And at one point in the fourth, they had a five point lead. Northern never had more than a three point lead in the game, and they they never took the lead until there was like three twenty to go in the third. And then by the end of the third, they were losing again. So. During all of this, a name that I'm not saying that much. I'm saying Madison Ramo a lot, but I'm just not saying Marissa Ramo's name a lot. Right. So when Northern's down 34-30, to 30, I guess I should set that up. 34-30, Crosslex leads with 107 to go, and the Pioneers have the basketball. And they're in the bonus. So I'm thinking all Crosslex has to do is inbound the ball, get it to their best shooter, and let them stand there and get fouled. Right. Somehow, they got trapped down in the corner. The ball comes loose. Northern gets the basketball. Then I thought Northern was taking too much time running their play, but they finally got a a a look for Shannon Falco up top. She hit a three, rattled it down to make it a one-point game. So now even if Croslex makes free throws, you still have a look to tie. You still have a look to tie. And and then the chaos really started to happen because on the inbounds play, it wasn't a clean inbounds. The ball gets knocked away. You know, at this point, you have to murder somebody to get a foul. You're playing pinball with the basketball. And, and the ball's going out of bounds towards the northern bench, and Falco dives to save it, and it looked like she did. But a whistle blew. And then there's the discussion of... Was it an inadvertent whistle? Did she save the basketball? Did she not save the basketball? Whose basketball is it? Should it be a jump ball? For the jump ball advocates, the possession arrow was Northern's. They would have kept the ball if they called a jump ball. I'm not even sure what they decided, but they gave the ball to Northern. I'm guessing that was probably went to the arrow. I think that's what you have to do because it's not as if Northern had clean possession of it unless she saved it directly to someone. And it might have just been the the chaos and all that, but I don't think they flipped the arrow, and that's why I wasn't sure if that's what they decided. But anyways, Northern got an inbound play, and Marissa Ramo made a, a running shot from just inside the free throw line that went for her only basket of the game. I looked up at the clock. There was 9.5 seconds to go. And Croslex didn't have any timeouts, so they had to inbound the ball and get down. But nine seconds, even in utter chaos, should be enough time for you to get down the floor. But it was just such a scrambly play, and nobody could really get a clean handle on it. that time ran out before they could even get the ball down to take a shot. And Northern kind of, they stole the game 35-34. But in the, the, the same token, it's not like they didn't deserve to win. It's not like they didn't play well enough to win. I just felt like 
Crosslex should have hung on and, and won that basketball game, but it ended up being not a disappointing game. I was as thirty five, thirty four girls basketball games go. I was pretty entertained. Mm-hmm. So um, Falco had thirteen. Kate Nichols had ten. Uh, and for Crosslex, and and I like this Crosslex team. And I also want to say that these two teams, the ten starters, nine juniors, only one senior. That's oh, yeah. uh, Isabella Edwards for uh, Crosslex. But uh, Mackenzie Dennison had 10 points. Edwards had 9 points, and she had to have 15, 20 rebounds. Had to have. Just felt like she was all over the boards, huh? I felt like every time I said rebound, it was I was saying Edwards. So, um, and Addison McMillan had 8 off the bench, and I thought gave them a real spark. So I asked you this uh, yesterday. Come away feeling both these teams are pretty good. Both these teams are pretty good. I mean, uh, again, might not win the league, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think either is going to win their league because they play in tough leagues. Mm-hmm. But I think on any given night, Northern can beat somebody, and on any given night, Crosslex can beat somebody, and they'll probably be that night this year where you go, "Oh wow, they won that game, really?" And I'm going to go, "Yeah, they're capable." Well, that's good. Good. I'm glad that. Uh... It was a positive review for both these teams. Yeah, I again like to see a rematch where Jade plays and see how much of a right. difference that makes or how much that changes the dynamic of the uh, the game. But they were even Steven as far as I was concerned the other night. All right, uh, let's go to Marysville. They beat Utica 46-35. Avery Walters with 19. But how about this? Gabby Greenlaw had 12. All right. That's a name that we said last year, just not yeah, a lot. She played. But she drops 12, and Marysville gets a win over Utica. That's a nice win for the Vikings. Yeah, and a nice uh, bounce back after going down to Carleton Airport and not having a good ball game. Yeah, I think Carleton Airport's pretty good. So yeah. that's, it's nice for them to get in the win column. Again, Marysville's going to be all right. Uh, Marine City loses to South Lake 43-33. Jade Blanchard had 12, but she was the only one in double figures for Marine City. Not too often the Mariners get held to 33 points. No, but South, you know, South Lake is one of those schools where some years they're not very well, they, good and other got, years they're really good. I think they have a couple of good juniors now um, that are there, but at least in my recollection they were a better offensive team than defensive but to hold marine city to 33 mariners don't get shut down like that too often like mary's has really been the only team that's been able to do something like that to marine city yeah so no i'm not going to push the panic button but south lake's pretty good just marine city see if they can bounce back get some more offense because you'll see three teams on saturday marysville and marine city being two of them yeah and i uh, marine city plays uh, hazel park so i'm expecting to see a marine city team that maybe gets some easier buckets so and that might help what you. is the schedule ever that so everyone can know for saturday cuz it starts early starts at 10 with marine city and hazel park and then when that game's over st clair takes on fitzgerald Mm-hmm. Then when that game's over, there is a game in between. I actually don't know what it is. I'm assuming um, it's Gordon somebody. Let, let me double check. Yeah, because this is all happening down at uh, Henry at, Ford. At Henry Ford. So, And then the final game at uh, 2.30, or I believe it's the final game at, at 2.30, is when Marysville plays, and they'll go against Gross Point North. you got Ford versus Dakota in between. Okay, well, that'll be a good game. You're right. And you at least get a game to go grab a hot dog and – 
and reset for a minute. Uh, and I think Marysville Gross Point North has the potential to be a really That's a good big game. test because yeah. Gross Point North, they've been pretty good up in yes. the red. Like they've been a team that PH has struggled with. If Marysville can go get a win there, that says a lot about this Viking team. But they're yeah. testing themselves early, and I like that. Yeah, I, I saw a North PH game last year that went right down to the wire and was a great game. All right, uh, last game from Wednesday. Lapeer beat Almont thirty-four to twenty-six. So a that was a big bounce, bounce back from Lapeer because uh, Cross Lex took it to yeah, him. Yeah, Cross Lex right? took it to him and scored fifty-eight in that game. All right, back to Thursday. St. Clair beat New Haven 58-35 for St. Clair. Uh, they actually did only had one player in double figures. Maddie Cole ended with 10, but you had nine from both Furlan and Picklehop. So you get to say Gracie Picklehop's oh, yeah. name. Um, and just about everyone that played scored. It was as Balanced of a scoring effort as you could ask for. And St. Clair starts off 2-0, gets the win over New Haven. St. Clair, I mean, again, haven't played the toughest competition early, but they're they're doing what they need to do to those teams. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to finally getting to see them on Saturday. And, and we'll Fitzgerald see what they do should be Pets. a test, I believe. I don't think they were senior loaded last year, so... Want to see what St. Clair can do against a pretty quality opponent. Uh, MLA City had to escape Bad Axe 45-42. Yeah, I don't know much about Bad Axe, um, but I, I I guess I looked at that and I was thinking that uh, there's still 12 Langemans at, at MLA City and that they're they eventually win have to run lot. out. Um, but they got the win, and to me, that's what matters. Right. Um, and again, maybe Bad Axe is really good. I, I don't know. Um, it, it's hard to tell. Uh, North Branch lost to, to uh, Flint Carmen Ainsworth 59-35. So North Branch giving up 60s, a little bit of an oddity. But this is a Carmen Ainsworth team that last year went 23-1 and and lost in, I believe, the quarterfinals or semifinals. Yeah. So... You get a pass, like it's, yeah, and I believe they went to Ainsworth too. Uh, the, yes, they did. Game, so. so, all right, right now we're going to say North Branch isn't a Final Four team, but I still think they're going to be all right. Still, I still think they're going to be good too. Yeah. So they again, I like when teams test themselves early, especially in basketball. Yes, I know NPR can play a factor, but when you're a team trying to figure out their identity and trying to figure out who's going to replace some talented seniors. I like challenging yourself because now they go to Davison next. I don't know if Davison's good, bad, or indifferent, but that's another big school they're yeah. playing, and they're going on the road for that. Algonac needed overtime to beat K-Pac, but the Lady Scrats get a win. Yeah, 48-43 uh, in uh, OT, so that was a good ball game. Uh, the the Peck game was not. Uh, they beat <laughs> Akron Faircrow 57-5. to Enough said there. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Peck. Yes. Uh, Cass City ekes by Marlette, 32-29. So is this a sign that Cass City's a little down this year, or is this a sign that Marlette has improved their play? And I cannot give you that answer. <laughs> I think that Marlette may be better because, remember, Cass City was competitive with MLA City. Yeah. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to default into Marlette saying they're a little improved from last year. All right. Mayville beats Carsonville Port Sandlack 44 to 23. Lakers beat Memphis 31 to 20. Sandusky 
crushes Reese 50-21. to Reese has been a power for the last couple of years, so that group might be through now. And But Sandusky just crushes teams. Yeah. Uh, Caroline uh, Rinke had 10, and Helena Long had uh, 10 as well for Sandusky. And, again, they're just very balanced, they're kind of looking at their lineup. For what they lost last year, they still bring back a, a bunch of kids, and they're all just contributing. Um, Ubley over uh, USA, 40-25, to uh, 25, and Brown City gets the win over Vassar, 43-24, rounding out the scores from last night. All right, so that'll do it for everything the past couple of days. Again, tonight, Dennis is at St. Clair when Cross Lex comes to town for boys who should be a fun one. You have a triple header on Saturday, as you just mentioned, but... For the final segment, we're going to change gears. I mentioned in the open, there's a new head football coach at St. Clair. And, um, well, it's not a name a lot of people around here are going to be familiar with. Andrew Zelkowski is the new head coach. And we'll try to figure out. We haven't met the the, the coach yet, but um, let you know what we know about him yep. going into it. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome uh, back. Uh, yeah, you knew we couldn't go too long without talking football. Well, when St. <laughs> Clair getting a new coach is kind of a big deal, and it kind of worked out that became uh, that Andrew Zolkowski was named head coach of St. Clair right when we had a little lull in our uh, midweek basketball. So Andrew Zolkowski, here's what I can tell you about him from scouring the internet and finding all this uh, publicly available information. Um, again, have not met him. Dennis, I think you might get a chance to meet him tonight. So make sure you do. Um, young guy. He's, um, he's my age. Uh, he's in his uh, middle-late 20s. He comes from, a- after this season, Ferris State. He was the slot receivers coach at Ferris State. Okay. So he's coached for a D2 national champion. That's a plus. Um, it looked like before he was an assistant uh, for Lutheran North, so that's kind of his connection to the area. He's originally an Ike graduate, went and played actually college baseball, played for Kalamazoo Valley, and then played two years at Arkansas Pine Bluff. So played Division One yeah. sports, but apparently is getting into football, which I can relate. I mean, it's always... Whenever someone asks me, like, oh, why are you doing hockey? Or it's like, well, I like hockey. Uh, I know I played college football, but not just a football guy. So he's not just a baseball guy. Um, and coming to town, he's, he's a young young hire. Um, that's about all I can tell you about him. But usually, and this is just in general, this has nothing to do with uh, Coach Zolkowski, but sometimes young hires, they seem like they can be big swings. If you hit it out of the park, you have a coach for 30 years. If you swing and miss, you got you, you went for the big swing and you went down on three pitches. Yeah. That's uh, just in general. Well, the, the, the thing here is just can we get somebody to bring consistency to the program? Because what we see with the Saints, and, and I'll go back to just – this century just starting in 2000 right you got three losing seasons followed by five straight winning seasons and the playoffs followed by four straight losing seasons followed by three straight winning seasons with some really good teams and three playoff appearances followed by three straight losing seasons followed by you know you you had the nine and three team the eight and two team the one and six covid team but then they bounced right back eight and three 
to the last two years where they've combined to win five games. They've been feast or famine. Yeah, it, it, it's and and I realize it's high school sports, and I realize that you get you might get a good class through, and then the next class isn't as good. But w- when you look just down the road, and, l- and let's face it, football people are looking just down the road because it's the East China School District, and they're going. Marine City does it every single year. They they put a winning team on uh, the football field, well, and I think also, a lot of Saints people want that. They we want to win every year. We don't yes. want to. I mean, you also we don't have to get deep into it, but it's also at the expense of maybe some other teams in in the school. Um, yeah, when you're a school of that size, you kind of have to sacrifice something. But I get what you're saying that the standard is in your own district, and I will say. If uh, Andrew Zolkowski doesn't know that priority numero uno is beat Marine City, he's going to learn very quickly. <laughs> yes. He is going to have to learn very quickly that hey, if there are two games you win, one, it's Marine City, and two, it's Marysville. Because he's kind of from around here, but while you know Ike and those schools aren't geographically far apart, Culturally and just the way um, high school sports are there compared to here are way different. Yeah. It's like how Anchor Bay's close, but they don't really fit in with the area well, while MLA City's way out away from us, North Branch is, but they operate in kind of the same way all the schools yeah. here do. But, I, I mean, like w- with Anchor Bay, th- they're D1. They just right. don't have another area, especially now in football with the way the rules are. Right. They're, they're not going to play the local teams. Outside because, of Port here under Northern. Yeah, because they need playoff points. So that's that's the only thing, and I'm especially sure. Especially playing in the red where right. you're not going to win a lot of games. Obviously, <laughs> they went through the interview process. We didn't sit in on that. I'm sure – all of those concerns were addressed and more. Um, but, hey, it's a big swing of a hire. Again, if it goes perfect and he falls in love with the school and he's there for 25 years, you made the best decision ever. I, I don't know if it's going to work. I'm interested. I like that there's some some new blood being interjected in there. Uh, there was, geez, when we first started, we were going, wow, how many applicants is this St. Clair job going to get? And then it felt like every few days I was hearing a rumor about this guy or this guy and this out of and I'm going, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't think there was going to be this many because you yeah. go back. Oh, there were some fun rumors too. Oh, yeah, there, <laughs> there were. Um, but, uh, no, this was one that, I'll be honest, didn't really hear a whole lot about till the very end. Yeah, um, and, and, you know, you, you look at, well, what's he inheriting? I think he's inheriting a pretty decent quarterback. Yes, and that helps. And from what I heard, going to be throwing the ball a lot. They're going to – it's not going to be a wing-style <laughs> offense by any means. Well, the, the, the MAC is the league for the spread. And yes. So, so um, but no, anytime one, you get a guy that played collegiate athletics, I don't care if it's football or baseball, especially at the D1 level, you understand what it takes to be in the grind and, and what the – what the um the commitments like to he coached collegiate football he spent two years at uh ferris state gonna learn a lot two years coaching uh for a national championship team and he spent a couple years at lutheran north i like that a lot that he understands what it's like kind of at that size school 
since he's originally from Mike, spent a few years at Lutheran North. So he understands what maybe some of the uh, hurdles can be yeah. for a D4 school, D5 school. And, and, and even if baseball was his number one sport, if he played football at Ike, by accident, <laughs> he learned something about football. And he did. Um, so now, right now, St. Clair's got some young coaches. Like, Coach Petrakowski's like one of the old guys in the sports oh, week. Because ah, yeah. I'm going to see him tonight. I know. You, you know he's going to blame me for what you yeah, said. Brady I know said would. that. No, Dennis did. Brady um, said that. But because, heck, even Coach Distelrath, he, he's not very old, but he's one of the elder statesmen now. Yeah. I mean, between Zolkowski and Nick Black, they combined to be like 60 years old. <laughs> so they, there's Nick some, is that old? There's some youth yeah. in those, <laughs> in, in, in the St. Clair program. So, again, um, I, I'm excited to meet him, excited to talk. And usually when you get young guys, you get energetic coaches and, and ones that are excited to get hit the ground running. Heck, I've heard he's already there's already um, getting stuff ready for four man workouts and stuff like that. So yeah. um, we we welcome in Coach Zolkowski with open arms, Dennis. I hope you get to see him tonight, and um, hopefully it's a smooth transition for the Saints. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of uh, tonight, there should be a lot of people in the gym. Uh, it should be exciting. We know Crosslex travels well. Uh, and I'm telling you, basically all they did was they picked up the old gym, moved it over uh, to, to a different building, left the stage behind, and the atmosphere is just like the, the old barn. And of course, I kid because it's shiny and sparkly right. and the new scoreboard is fantastic, but um, it still has that feel. It still feels like St. Clair. I'll have to be in it for the first time because I liked how small it was, but going to build a new gym, make it big enough so you can host a regional. You're going to be pretty good for a little while. So, I don't know. They, they can stand. It could be standing room only. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? To each their own. So, at least it gives St. Clair still has that unique feel to yes. it. Yes. Uh, and, and that student section is raucous and rowdy, and it just it makes – it's kind of like having a band at the football game. Having that student mm-hmm. section in that field just makes it fun to go well, into I, that place. I like PH and North. Well, I like PH especially because the student sections are literally on top of you. Like I like the elevated seats. I think that's cool. It almost feels like a like a gladiator battle because they're in the pit in front of you. <laughs> and and also as a like a team, you have your little separation because you're not sitting yeah. and there's not a fan that's breathing down your neck. You can still hear them pretty good, though. Yes, but they're still right <laughs> on top of you. And like the PH Northern game was a great atmosphere. Um, you you were at Northern; they have half that setup, and the districts were a great atmosphere oh, last yeah. year. I hope PH can get at least a turn in that rotation every year because that's a great gym to host a district in. Yeah, and and I hate going down to Dakota and to uh, Lance Cruz North. Yes, I just do. They're like, nice uh, people. They, they, they're they're great people. They they have great gymnasiums. Um, it's actually at Dakota. We're up on a track, kind of separated from everybody. Lance Cruz North is the biggest small gym I've ever been in. Yeah, um, like it it probably but, holds two thousand people, but it feels like it's the size of St. Clair's gym. But I, I just feel like it's such an advantage. They're good enough on the road <laughs> that it's just such an advantage when it's at their place. Yeah. <laughs> And and it's getting to that point where if somebody doesn't knock Dakota off in in a district here, I'm gonna, I'm going to lose it because <laughs> I thought last year was going to be the year and it just 
didn't happen again. They just came out and played a great game, and Northern had to be banged up that night. Yes. Uh, uh, anyway, anything else we missed? Um, we actually have a lot. Go- There's a lot going on this weekend. So, yeah, uh, so uh, between the three games, there's also, I mean, it's, I think it's worth mentioning the Dave Jackson tournament. Fortunately, the schedule yeah. doesn't work out that we can be there, but uh, Mooney and Richmond play. That should tell us a little bit. Um, and then a random Yale at Owasso girls basketball game. I like it though. I do too, but it's just kind of ra- <laughs> random they for get, a Saturday. They, well, you know, it's that's the day to play it because Owasso's over there in the Lansing area. So right, um, you, you know, nice little nice little trip, nice little bonding thing. Like you know, you got to get on the bus. You're on. That's a pretty good ride. Um, so. And anyway, and and we think that's a a good Yale team. So yeah. Um, All right. Um, we've blabbered on enough. Uh, you'll have here Dennis in four games over the weekend, and we'll be back Monday. Just one tonight, but three on Saturday, and Saturday gets going at ten a.m. Okay. All okay. right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.